Welcome to Nairobi Chapel and Bakasi. We grow deep to reach wide. This month, Pastor Fred Oyola delves deep into the Great Commission in the Summon series, Go. When things get a little tough in life, we have this deep urge to cut everything back to the bare essentials. Tiny houses, minimalism, less is more, back to basics, are all strategies to make sure that we are getting our most basic needs met on a daily basis without getting distracted by the shiny objects in life. Abraham Maslow, a psychologist, defined a list of human needs that people now call the hierarchy of human needs. Abraham Maslow says the needs are psychological, needs, safety, needs, belonging and love, needs, social esteem needs, and finally self-actualization needs. These things confuse me, self-actualization. Anyway, he published the list in 1940. It has become the utmost reference list of human needs. However, we've learned a lot since then about the human brain, the body, the mind, and I think this list, according to some people, needs an update. Maslow's needs includes many requirements that are not actually ingredients towards happiness or contentedness. Instead, many of the needs are descriptions of how people are when they're in a long-term state of contentedness. When you are happy, there is a difference in what your needs are to when you're very unhappy. That is true. Someone who's unhappy, especially, let's say, um, with loneliness, has very different needs to someone who is happy in a job. Very different. And it is key that we look at those areas very keenly. For example, self-esteem, a sense of security, a sense of belonging, and self-esteem are the side effects of contentedness. They're not needs in their own right, if you think about it. After nearly 75 years of psychology, neuroscience, sociology, what was then known as the needs have now changed into food, water, shelter, sleep is a need, <laughs> physical, <laughs> physical and emotional connection. There's a way we, we have that as a need. It is very difficult to be by yourself. And then finally novelty, which is a quality of being original, not a copy. These six needs when met allow for a person to develop the self-esteem, security, belonging, actualization, and the other expressions of contentedness that Maslow described. The new modern list of needs assume that if these basic needs are met on a daily, daily, daily basis, that a person will have enough motivation, will have well-being and physical stamina to seek out physical exercise, emotional stimulation, and creative expression as needed throughout their lives. Unfortunately, when we go for a long time without having all of these six needs met, something dangerous happens. And I think, you know, a person who doesn't get enough sleep will insist that they can do without. Me, 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 I, I stay. Sleep is for the dead. <laughs> you know those guys. A person who has grown up without deep connection to others will insist they prefer to live as a loner. When you learn one man show, you can do it. Those who are deeply rooted routines will resist change and it is offered to them. It is as though humans have a natural protective process 
that occurs when one of these six needs goes unfulfilled. We develop belief that we are special, somehow more capable than everyone else because we can get along without having our needs fulfilled. And we have been doing that anyway, all this time. The truth is that we are often in denial. Every single person on this planet needs food, water, shelter, sleep, others, and novelty on a regular basis to be their best selves. Jesus, being God, understood this very well. He knows that if all of the needs of a human being, the physical and emotional connection, of all the needs of a human being, he knows that the physical and the emotional connection with others is vital. He said in Genesis 2.18 that it is not good for man to be alone. Inasmuch as this pointed to Adam being without a mate, God was giving a basis for all human beings to live from. Human beings have a fundamental need for inclusion in group and for close relationships. A lack of it may allow you on some level of success, but you will also lead or get to a place of mental and physical breakdown. And I actually think, no wonder he took so long with these guys before he sent them out. The Bible tells us through study that he took about three and a half years with the disciples before he actually sent them out. Jesus said, go make disciples. Go baptize them. Go teach them everything. And then he promises to be with them to the very end of time. I want us to look at this promise from the back to the front. The last thing he points to in the promise is to the very end of the age. This will be when time ceases in this world. So let's remember that. Jesus was simply saying, when you accept me, when you make disciples, when you baptize them, teach them, what I am promising you is I am going to be with you until you cease to be. I will be with you until your time ends. Because remember, he's an eternal God. Number two, the second thing, remember you're working this thing from the back to the front. The second thing he said is I promise to be with them always. This is very interesting. The promise of his presence is hereby made complete. The English adverb always means at all times and without faith. Think about that. It simply means the whole of all days. Jesus is promising to be with them at all times and without faith. There is something as believers that we tend to assume that there are moments in my life that it seems as though Jesus is not there. That there are times that I go through that Nikama Ujama, I don't think he's around. I'm here to remind you what he said. When Jesus said always, he meant always. He meant every day. He meant at all times. And he meant always without faith. God is no man that he should lie. No any son of man that he should do things that you assume him to do. No, 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 that is not Jehovah. Akisema, I am there, he says he's there. The thing for us to do is to believe. You must believe that he's there. Do you believe this morning? 
but he is with you at all times and without fail. Number three, Jesus begins the promise by telling them, I am with you. Mimi, not the angels, not the priest, not Pastor Fred, not nobody. I, Jesus, Jesus, hey, Jesus, Jesus. This points to his presence. This points to who he is. This points to God. The presence of God in this shows up as two things. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 9a tells us, We are co-workers in God's service. This means we have privilege in his presence. The making of disciples is the work of God through us. As we do it, Jesus is telling us that can you imagine for a second that you're working with me? I am God. And so he has brought us to the same level of work with him. Number two, the presence of Jesus means that the disciples were to experience the fullness of God. His presence meant guidance, peace, protection, power, provision, direction, comfort, grace, and so on. What is the fullness of God in your life? How do you see him? Because the way you see him, is how his presence is in, in your life. It meant Jesus was to be anything and everything they desired him according to his teaching. It cannot be outside of the word of God. It must be right there. They were to get God's nature with them throughout. All his nature is his character, which lies in the names in his word. Remember? Jehovah Ra, guidance. Jehovah Shalom, peace. Jehovah Sabaoth, protection and power. Jehovah Jireh provision, and so on and so on. What's the name you use most? Do you even call on him? That's the question. We have to call on his name. We have to. Because he has given us the permission to. All they needed to do is what the book of Acts 2.21 tells us. Everyone who, call, who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. When they would call on his name, he promised to answer. Not Mteja, but Kani Manenos. Guys, I believe with all of my heart, God is waiting on you to call on his name. Especially if you are doing what he asked you to do. Are you calling out the name of the Lord? Because one of the things I've noticed for myself that I do a lot, when issues show up, even when I was feeling when I was not feeling well this week, Nikotu, ah, he virus now. I don't think for a second I say Jehovah, hey, you are the healer, do your thing. It's now that I'm remembering Haya. I don't think I call him. Have you called him for your situation? The promise of Jesus Christ is available to us today. There are many other verses in scripture that tell us the same. Deuteronomy 31 6. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them, for the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. God has said that. Joshua 1.9, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. That is God's word, not mine. Isaiah 41.10, you know this one. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Zephaniah 3.17 The Lord your God is with you. 
the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you. In his love, he will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing. That is in the word. Romans 8, 38 and 39. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future nor any powers, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us, you and I, from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing. Nothing. Hebrews 13.5 Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have because, hear this, God has said, never will I leave you nor forsake you. He is pointing the book of Deuteronomy where we started 31.6 I will never leave you. Leaving is physical. Forsaking is spiritual, emotional. I will never leave you nor forsake you. With all these promises, there is no excuse. As a result, we must make disciples, guys. This is the hard bit now. This is the this crunch time. This is where the rubber meets the road. We must make disciples. We must baptize them, baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And then finally, we must teach the disciples everything God commands in his word. The question then becomes, are you doing this? Are we doing it? Am I doing it? One of the things that I confessed even in the beginning of this is apart from calling out people in church and saying, have you received the Lord? I, it's been a long time since I one-on-one -on -one led someone to Christ. Like really outside of church, outside of pastor, pastor of Nairobi Chapel in Bakasi, outside of all of that, it's been a while. Guys, I believe Christ in this month is asking us, why are you not making disciples? Why are you not baptizing them? Why are we not teaching the very word that he commanded us to do? I remember, I've got uncomfortable in my life before. Nilianda majuni kasoma, all of a sudden, accounting mejani, ini, you're doing jobos, things are stable. Ah, guys, me, I was like, peace. I shared no Jesus, I shared no nothing. And I remember it was only after, when now, I was like, hmm, guys, I beg you by the mercies of God. The only reason Christ is telling us that I am with you always, I bet is simply because he wants you to work with him. And when you are not working with him, there is a problem. Because he will never leave you nor forsake you. As we leave, please remember, the presence of Jesus Christ with us means the nature, character, and fullness of the Almighty God with us. Please remember, Jesus Christ promised to be with us every day, at all times, and without faith. Jesus Christ promised to be with us until the end of time, and also into eternity. Because of the promise Jesus Christ gave, we today have no excuse not to make disciples, to baptize them and to teach them everything he commanded. Join us every Sunday at 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. at Seasons Airport Hotel, opposite Nyayo Estate Gate D.